Hey guys, it's Matt Haycox here. And I'm here today to give you nine essentials for taking your business online and making sure it stays there and it thrives there. Now, recording this in 2021, it actually sounds crazy to think that there's businesses out there that aren't already online. But there are, so this video's for you. Or maybe you're in the process of setting up a new business or you're looking to market a new service. Well, this video's for you too, because being online gives you access to a global customer base. It allows you the ability to market and transact cheaper than in the physical world. It's the opportunity to sell to more people than you could possibly sell to using any other method. And being online can also open your mind to thinking about what other derivatives of your existing products or what other new ideas you can come up with that can help you grow your revenues and grow your profits. Now, if you've already got an online presence, then don't stop watching this just yet because some of these tips will actually apply to you. And if your site hasn't been performing to its full potential or generating the business that you want, then I could have some of those answers for you too. So get out your pen and paper because I'm going to come at you with proven facts and strategies that you need in your business right now. Now, number one, before anything else, you need a domain name for your business. That's an online address where people can find you. That's the middle bit in the www.com because the key here, and look, it's getting harder and harder by the minute to do this, is to get a name that is simple and memorable and clearly represents your business or your product. Now I say it's getting harder by the minute because there's already something like 370 million registered domain names out there. And that number actually goes up by over 1 million names per month. So the chances of you getting a simple, clean version of exactly what you want is almost impossible. Now look, if I'm wrong in your personal case and you're very lucky <laughs> or maybe you've just got a business with such a weird and ridiculous name that no one else has ever wanted it now if you're watching this because you're setting up a new business that you don't already have a name or a brand for because the domain name and your website will be such a large part of your future sales and marketing strategy it's actually worth looking into what variants of the proposed names and brands you're thinking of are actually available online and if there's nothing clean that takes your fancy then maybe look to find a name and a brand that actually is available so that you can be consistently represented across the board. This is often actually why some companies come up with names for their businesses that you might not think mean anything, but they actually wanted a name that wasn't already taken online because they appreciate the power of those single word domain names. You know, if you're a coach or you're a consultant or you're an author, anything like that, then you should be looking at the www.yourname.com. You know, it'll be memorable, it'll be easily searchable, and it's going to form the perfect basis for your personal brand, which is, by the way, something I talk about in a lot of my other videos. Now, one of your ideas if you're struggling with names is to maybe look at verbs and nouns that they may not be the exact name of your business but they may explain the activity that you do or the action that you want your potential customers to undertake or maybe a statement that describes you and your business you know things like www.getfunded.com you know feedmenow.com gardenersinleeds.com worldsbestbabysitter.com look you get the idea now where do you buy your domain name from I hear you ask well there's dozens if not hundreds of places you can go to for this I mean I personally use GoDaddy for all my domain name buying and hosting needs I recommend you check them out but please google it there's millions of them out there now that you've got your domain name you need your website so that you've got somewhere to point this name to now this is the place it's going to host and 
showcase all your great content. It's going to let your customers know how amazing you are and hopefully it's going to convert into loads of business. Now, unless your business is a particularly complicated one or you need a really fancy design or you need some kind of sophisticated technology, then there's plenty of providers and tools for the web novice to create their own site. It's quick, it's easy and most importantly for all you budget conscious startups out there, it's cheap, potentially even free. I mean, sites like Wix and Squarespace, for example, they give you all the tools and support you need to build your site from scratch. They've got a free offering. They have an e-commerce support offering. If you want to sell your products or take payments directly from your site too, there's plenty of other options out there for you too. And there's thousands of YouTube channels and videos who will teach you everything that you need to know. But I mean, the key point I'm trying to get across to you is that you don't need to spend a fortune and you don't need to be daunted by the process either. Now, if you want someone to do it for you or you have got the bigger budgets for a more sophisticated design service, then drop me a comment here, you know, DM me, and I'll recommend some of my suppliers to you. Or you can Google potential people too. It's just really important that you find someone to work with who you can trust though. You know, someone who comes from a personal recommendation from a happy customer is really important. Another important consideration here to assess is whether you actually even need a traditional website at all because social media these days is crammed with features and tools. You know, places like Facebook and Instagram may be more than sufficient for many businesses as they've got the ability to create shops, to take payments, to push out adverts and name but a few things. I mean if you're a gardener, if you're a babysitter, a French tutor for example, then that could be more than sufficient for you. That said though, a lot of people prefer to have a website simply because it's something that you can control and you can retain the ownership of so that you don't wake up one morning and you find that just like Donald Trump you've been kicked off the platform but choose according to what suits your individual situation because there's no single right answer but you have got to ensure that the user experience is simple and that all the necessary functionality is in place your customers are lazy and if you don't make their life easy they're going to get bored and they're going to go and find somebody else's website instead when setting up your online presence it is essential that you get the basics right. You've got to make sure there's no spelling errors, no typos, no links that don't work properly because the quality of your website and your attention to detail is one of the first things that your website visitors are going to notice. I mean one typo, one broken link can be enough to put off a potential customer as it sows the seeds of doubt in their mind that you might not actually be as good as you claim to be. So always get someone else that you know and hopefully someone who can competently read, write and spell to go through your website for you and point out any mistakes once you think you've done. Now as well as making sure everything's spelt correctly, you must also ensure that all the information your customers need is actually there. Because if your potential customers can't find the answer to a question, it can very easily stop them from buying from you or from looking any further. I mean, remember what I said earlier about how lazy people are. So make sure things like your product descriptions are comprehensive and detailed, that things like your opening hours, your refund policies, your contact details, they're all clearly visible and easily accessible. Because there is nothing more annoying than not being able to find a contact number or an email address quickly. It's off-putting and it can be enough to end a relationship before it's even begun. If your business is more specialist or you're used to being regularly asked a bunch of specific questions then I recommend that you create an FAQ page. Now FAQ stands for frequently asked questions and I'm sure you've seen it many times before on websites that you've used and businesses that you've shopped with. It answers a customer's questions that may be creating a barrier to stop them from buying and it also saves you time in the process because you don't have to have repeat conversations with lots of people unnecessarily. Money 
money, money. That's why you've got your website. You want to make a lot of money. You want to tell the world about your business and you want to sell them your product. But have you got the ability to take payments online? Because if not, you need it. Now, some of you may think this sounds obvious and some of you are going to think it's unnecessary because you've got other methods of taking payments. But the world is all about speed and instantaneous speed nowadays. I mean, the days of ringing someone up and asking for their credit card details over the phone are long gone and it just makes you look like a dinosaur. It slows you down and it gives the opportunity to lose potential customers just when they were ready to make that purchasing decision. So make sure you've got the facilities directly plugged into your website to be able to transact with your customers there and then and to take their payments. Services like Stripe, PayPal for Business, they're ideal for this. They're well known, they're trusted and they can be integrated with your website really simply. But there's plenty of others out there too. So investigate what suits your business and what suits your budget best, but make sure you've got something. Now, if you follow me or you listen to any of my content regularly, you're gonna know that I'm obsessed with marketing and always looking for ways to have more interaction with my customers. The more they see you, the more you talk to them, then the more they're gonna remember you when it comes to making a purchase. But you can't contact them if you don't have the details. So it's absolutely essential that you build into your site a way for you to capture your customer's data. It doesn't need to be complicated. A simple pop-up or a box requesting your customer's email address is really all it needs. You'll probably have to give them an incentive because nowadays nobody really likes the thought of handing the data over, but the prospect of an interesting newsletter or a discount code is usually enough to entice most people. But look, this is is such an in-depth topic that there isn't enough time to go into in great detail here but if you want to get heavy on marketing strategies particularly digital ones then check out some of my other videos but what is important to say here is that it's crucial that you own your customers data now thinking that because they follow you on Facebook or Instagram just isn't enough you've got to get their data so that you can contact them on your terms bit of a boring one for you here but it's essential all the same I want to talk about data privacy and GDPR because they're hot topics nowadays and that are only going to continue to get hotter as time goes on so if you're going to be collecting customer data which as I've already said you absolutely must be doing that so that you can cost effectively improve your marketing then you need to ensure that you're holding and you're using this data in a compliant manner when I mean, the fines for getting this wrong can be huge and there's always going to be some jobs worth who wants to devote their life to ruining you in an online forum if you accidentally let their name or email address slip into the hands of a Nigerian prince looking to liberate some of his cash now there's plenty of advice and plenty of legal templates that you can get online for this but if you've got the budget and you're looking to be collecting and holding large amounts of data then I recommend that you'll probably benefit from hiring a lawyer on this one do not underestimate the importance of keeping your website constantly updated. I mean, this covers so many areas, opening hours, product items that may no longer be in stock, staff on the teams list that no longer work for you, incorrect telephone numbers, incorrect addresses. All of this creates friction with your potential customers. It's a barrier to doing business and it makes you look unprofessional. Also, if you write a blog or a newsletter, which you host on your website, and by the way, you should be doing that, and you need to ensure that this is really regularly updated too. Now look, everyone's gonna have their own views on what regular means, and you know this will probably most likely be influenced by your resources and your budget. I mean, I personally create multiple pieces of content a week on my sites sometimes multiple pieces a day now I know that's not going to be realistic for most people but what absolutely cannot be considered regular is once a year I mean how many times have you been on someone's website and you've seen that the last blog post he did was written over two years ago it happens all the time it looks shit, don't let that be you. One of the most important things in building customer trust and driving new business is social proof. Now when a person's unable to make a decision of their own or they don't know if to have trust, 
then they look to the actions and the words of others to help them make the decisions. So that's why you need testimonials and reviews online so that your potential customers know that you're the real deal and that what you say is what you do. Now, this can be in the form of quotes from happy customers, videos of people talking about their experience with you. It can also be using third-party solutions like Trustpilot. However you choose to do it, you need to get across the fact that people can sleep easy at night if they're doing business with you. Like everything I'm telling you in this video, you will undoubtedly have been on the other side of the table here at some point. How often, just when you're about to buy something online from someone that you've never dealt with before, do you start to investigate if there's information out there from other people who've got a positive experience to tell? You want to make sure you're not going to get ripped off. You want to know the product's going to be decent, that it's going to be delivered on time. You want to know that someone is going to answer the phone and help you with a problem if things do go wrong. So now you're building your website and your online presence, think about these things. Get your customers comfortable so they'll be happy to part with the money. So there you have it, nine essentials, the key basics that you need to get your business online and your website ready for action. Once you're up and running, I mean, this is just the beginning. PPC, SEO, blog writing, social media, affiliate marketing, and much, 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 much more. They're all going to form part of your essential toolkit. But I'll talk about that kind of stuff in my other videos. For now, you've got to get the basic blocks in place. So go back to the beginning, watch all the way through this again, because you can't miss out on anything I've talked about. I hope you liked the video. I hope you found it useful. Now go away and make some money online.